Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, the cowboy, Jared Watson, back at it once again with my guys. First of all, the wrestling encyclopedia, and three-time, three-time, hold it, three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion, Mr. Keith White. Keith, how's it going, man? Pretty good, man. Uh, I want you to introduce the next guy, then I want to say something. But I, oh. I, but I just, I don't want to take three minutes and then leave somebody hanging, even okay. though he deserves it in all facts of life. Absolutely. I agree with you there. But we're going to do what Keith says and introduce the next guy on our team here. He's been on here for a couple weeks now. You all know him. Some of you love him. Most of you hate him. He is the Floridian villain himself, Mr. Cam Man. And Cam, how's it going, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> I've been better, but, yeah, you know. That's fair. You weren't here for that, so. Oh, I, yeah, that's that, true. That's why I was better. I'm glad so. you're better. Oh. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. But, yeah. uh, Cam, all joking aside, obviously, we love yeah. that you're here. You bring oh. such a fantastic element to the show. Our, our listeners really do love you uh, and your takes that you have. And some of them are takes. They are interesting. Do you that. ever get messages about my takes? Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe. No kidding. Seriously. You you made somebody furious. Yeah. One good. week. <laughs> what is, um, oh no. <laughs> oh, I have to look back on this. And it was uh, a while ago, though. Like I, it was. Yeah, after. Um, but they were like really pissed, like super pissed, like exclamation point, mad. Yeah, they were really they were really offended by whatever you said, uh, only because their fandom is so strong. Like it, yeah. it, you had like. It was, just, you know, it, it was like one of those situations where. Gotcha. I was talking about it from the middle and I made somebody mad. Yeah. Kind of thing. You, okay. you did what you do. Um, your yeah. mere presence incites riots at times. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, talk to my dogs. <laughs> Jared. Kim, yes. I got, we sometimes bring up fast food on the show and I got to do it real quick. Um, here's a hot take. That Mexican pizza from Taco Bell is trash. They brought it back with all this fanfare and that shit is whack. Guys, crunch wrap all the way. Yeah, yeah. crunch wrap. I was on a Taco Bell kick before I started my weight loss program, and I was all over it, like the chicken quesadilla. Yeah, like, I mean the chicken quesadilla is a staple of Taco Bell. But the Mexican pizza, you know, like like Doja Cat and other people were like, yeah. "Bring it back, bring it back." Guys, I'll, here's my take: I've had better Mexican pizza at the cafeteria at school. Like, Ooh, like that that's is how, that's how crappy it was. Spicy take there. Uh, did you guys see what Chick Fil A is rolling out? Tell us. No. They're testing out chicken wings in Nashville. Oh, Chick Fil A chicken wings could be on the menu, Ooh. boys. Dude, okay. The mighty wings from McDonald's when they brought them, Ooh. they were fire. Good callback. Good wow. call. Mighty wings, y'all, and they gave you only like three or four. I can't remember exactly, but I didn't even know you were old enough to remember mighty wings. Oh, I remember the mighty wings. I remember the fish bites. Remember with like the little fish bites, and you had the tartar sauce to dip them in. Like, wow. Oh, we're going back to 2010, baby. All the way Listen back. Jared with the B side, <laughs> with the B side play. Hey, that's half my life oh. ago, guys. That's true. No, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, um, oh man, Keith and I are going to show you pictures of old insides of Taco Bells and Wendy's and just blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so the, retro. The inside of a Wendy's used to look like a. Remember those uh, geraniums or whatever you used to make in school? Oh you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> so the Wait. old taco. The old Taco Bells used to look the ins- look like the inside of the Max on Saved by the Bell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's, well, that's just be an episode itself. Yeah. For any right. of our new yeah. listeners out here, we are a wrestling podcast, by the we way. We do like sometimes. wrestling. We, we sometimes talk about wrestling here. We also like to jerk around a bit, especially with this specific three that we have on here today. For sure. But we do have wrestling to talk about on Mixtag this week, including some interesting things that happened uh, with WWE programming over the weekend and into Monday, beginning of the week. We're also going to be doing a fun new segment in the latter part of the show, and I'll explain what it is. You're going to have to hang on and listen to see what that is. But let's get into the things over the weekend. So first big news of the weekend, Friday Night Smackdown rolls around. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns cutting a promo for their championship match at uh, Clash at the Castle. And all of a sudden, things turn gray on the screen. And this big joker comes out, attacks Drew McIntyre, and lo and behold, Mr. Karrion Cross back in WWE once more. Then Monday Night Raw rolls around, guys. And then one crazy psychopath, Dexter Loomis, comes back around in the crowd, gets arrested. Looks like he crashed a car backstage. This is crazy stuff, guys. Triple H is working magic here. What do you think, Keith? So it's funny. I watched the Raw live, and when it went off the air, they didn't explain that. You're talking about he can't, he got arrested like with AJ Styles, right? Yeah, AJ Styles was in the ring, and Dexter yeah. was in the crowd, like about AJ, to hop over. Because AJ was looking at it. Yes. And they grabbed him, and they didn't explain it on the air. Yeah. And and, and everything went off the air. And I was like, what the heck was that? Jared, by the way, I was up at 11 o'clock at night, so uh, furiously kissed my ass. Wait, um, what? But, yeah, you heard me. Uh, Cam, it's okay. You can unmute. It's good to go. But uh, <laughs> yeah, these these returns, man, these returns are really cool. Uh, Karrion Cross was not expected. He just was on Ric Flair's last match against uh, Davy Boy Harry Smith. Um, I'm happy that they made a uh, package deal with Scarlett Bordeaux. Yes. Very cool. I look forward to seeing what they do. But it's neat because now everybody is gunning for uh, Roman Reigns' belt. Everyone mentions they want Roman, mm. and it's pretty awesome. So yeah. very happy to see this. Yeah, Cam, because, you know, we, we talk about, I mean, we pretty much have the last few weeks in a row now, what Triple H has been doing since, mm -hmm. you know, Vince left and now recently reported that John Laurinaitis has been cut from WWE as well. You know, and there's still a possibility where Sasha Banks and Naomi could make their return very soon. I mean, Triple H is on a roll with getting people back here. Dakota mm -hmm. Kai, you know, coming back as well. Just mm -hmm. awesome content coming out from WWE. Yeah. EO called up. Uh, lest we forget, Shayna Baszler shows back up, right? Mm -hmm. So she's back in on our screens again, which is great. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Again, this is. A lot of people have wanted this, but we are in the honeymoon period of Triple H and Stephanie taking over. How long can they extend the honeymoon phase for, right? And that is ultimately going to be the biggest question that they're going to have to answer. But so far, they're absolutely killing it. I'm very interested in where uh, Sasha and Naomi will show up because there are, remember... With the women's division coming up, the night that Sasha and Naomi walked out, who were they supposed to wrestle that they said they didn't want to? I don't know. Uh, Nikki and um, 
Oh, Becky. Yes. No, Nikki and Dewdrop. Oh, Dewdrop. Yes. Yes. Who are in the women's correct? Yes. Bracket, a s- opposite of Dakota and Io. They're on yes. separate ends of the bracket. So I think the finale of that will be uh, very interesting and a lot of fireworks. So yeah, very cool. I- because isn't Alexa Bliss and Oscar teaming too in this tournament? Alexa is with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, and then they. I think last time on Raw, to me, it was Tamina and Dana Brooke. Yeah, and nobody they, cares about nobody that. cares. Yeah, when I want Tamina to be on in the in the bloodline. Like, doesn't it make sense if you're going to add somebody? Is the Snooker family? I can't remember. Yeah, they're kind of. They like, are. You're right. Because right. yeah. the, the Rock and then the Rock. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they are. But do we need to? Oh, we had that discussion we last week. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Um, when they brought back the women's tag titles and you know and announced and showed the brackets, that kind of just clued me in right there that eventually we are going to get Sasha and Naomi back, because otherwise those titles were dead in the water. And like you said, it is a honeymoon period. I'm interested to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also interested to see where this goes. Obviously, with the you know with with AEW because when when you're running a different product. Then your comp. Then I want to say we don't want to say competition, but when you're running a different product from the WWE, you are then different. If you're running the same product as the WWE, you're considered WWE light. TNA had that problem when they first got out; they were totally unique. And then during that Hulk Hogan, Dixie Carter, Eric Bischoff era, they became WWE light. Um, WCW had that same situation. Where does this now lead us? Because Triple H being in charge, we talked about NXT being the early NXT being forefather to AEW. So, how much, how much are we going to get similarities and differences? Go ahead. I don't know who was supposed to speak. Oh, uh, go ahead. I have, I have one thing. I misspoke earlier. Uh, Io and Ed Dakota and Nikki and Dewdrop are on the same side of the bracket. Okay. They're not on opposite sides. So, um, also Tamina and Dana are already out. They got beat by Io and Dakota the other night. Yes. Anyways, we don't have to run down the whole bracket. I just wanted to clear that up. Um, with as far as where what they're doing, I think we're seeing it in its early stages. USA gave one hour of commercial free time. To WWE the night after the big move or the the, the show after the announcement was made, which is massive. They've moved up to TV 14, which is massive. You're starting to hear the words wrestling and wrestler in promos. If you're listening that intently and carefully, those words are starting to come in as words like superstar and sports entertainment are starting to leave a little bit. Not all the way, they won't, but a little bit. So we're starting to see little things. Again, people have to remember, they just took over from a guy that was running this business for 45 years, and they're putting it in the hands of two people that could also run it for another like 30 years, 45 maybe. So like it's a marathon now. But what they're doing right now, I think, are little things that are working out really well. But like you said, it's got to look different somehow. So where does it start to look different? Yeah, I, I agree. And let's just bring up the fact that Triple H and Stephanie are so respected. People want to come work for them, right? It, it was different with Vince, right? People actually want to come 
and get invested in what Triple H and Stephanie have planned in With WWE. With the exception of Phil Brooks, yes, you're correct. Yeah, yes, yes. Not yeah, a but, not a big Triple H guy. Yes, but I'll I'll take Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Tony Khan won't, but it's okay. <laughs> Huh. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Like, like Bailey had no intention of coming back. Yeah. And in less than 48 hours, Triple H got her across the country to a table with a signed new contract and she was at SummerSlam. Exactly. Boom. There you go. One story. That's all we need. <laughs> the NXT people. Mm-hmm. When I'll Triple H was head of NXT. Well, and creative. And let me much sorry, to you guys, ahead. but like, uh, Bruno San Martino, Triple H is responsible for Bruno San Martino coming back. Mm-hmm. Bruno yeah. was exiled for years. Bruno was never going to come back. You talk about a grudge. Bret Hart's grudge had nothing on San Martino's, and it was Triple H who got him back. So you're right. Jared, you have a point. These guys are much more popular and respected in, in the pro wrestling community than yeah. Vince, for sure. You know, in terms of like the idea of my opportunity could be an actual true opportunity. You know, not just being on his on one person's good side. So I agree with you, Kim. Jump in, man, because I did kind of like you had a point too. No, you're fine. I just wanted to go back to the presentation of Cross. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like one moment. It just took one moment. Just yeah. after he laid out McIntyre and turned and looked at the ring, but the camera was in front of him. That was it. It was in one moment we have changed what we ever thought about carrying Cross on the main roster. Yeah. Because he wasn't dressed in leather with a mask on. <laughs> like he was actually looked like a guy that somebody who is cross should yeah. be. Also, really cool story on his tattoos. Did you guys see that? No. He has no tattoos on his right arm or his left arm. No, his right arm, I think. And uh, they asked him why he doesn't have any tattoos. And he said, when I started getting tattoos, my mom was against it. So I made a deal with her. I get the left arm. She gets the right arm. So I'll yes. never put a tattoo on that arm. I did hear that. I, and watched I, that in the interview. I thought that was yeah. a really cool story. But yeah. I, again, just one thing that they did that made him look a million times bigger than they were ever going to do with that dumbass mask that they put on him the first time around. Also, you brought in Scarlet, which Scarlet makes half of what cross is and that's that's a compliment to cross that's not like a dig what she does with him makes in its entirety who he is and i am so excited for him to get on the mic in the ring with i want to see him on a mic in the ring with Heyman because i like cross's mic skills i think cross is in the upper echelon of mic workers in in ever not in ever but in right now in the world I want to see him go up against Tame. I want to see how good he is. Put him against the best in the league and let's see if he can hold his own. Because people still have a bad taste in their mouth about what Adam Cole did to him in NXT on the mic, which was really good by Adam Cole. Like he's yeah. also good. So, you know, I want to see all these things. And it looks like Cross is going to walk into a feud with Drew, which is a great way to walk back into a place you just left a year ago. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And um, not to mention, I think, I mean, they had, um, they had Kevin Owens dismantle Ezekiel. Yeah. In one move. Yep. And just and probably probably end the Ezekiel situation and <laughs> repackage him. Um, I don't Jeez. know if they're gonna bring back Elias or what they're gonna do, but I mean, we I always love those internet videos where it shows you oh. like the last time you see somebody on TV before yes. repackaging. That mm-hmm. will be on the late the next cycle, spin cycle. But I will say Ezekiel was funny while it lasted. 
yeah. it was hilarious having him be with Ke- and Kevin Owens made that entire like feud storyline, whatever you want to call it. But the difference is between Triple H and Stephanie versus Bruce Pritchard and and Vince McMahon is Triple H and Stephanie seem to know when it's time to kill something. Yeah. You know, for sure. Like we're like you said, we're we're in the honeymoon phase, and and so far so good. Because Zeke w- wasn't on TV and until that very raw this week, yeah. Since you know Vinny and and Lauren Ides and Pritchard kind of all took a back burn. But Kevin so. Owens deserves to to stay to stay elevated to stay in the main event scene yes. to me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we had that Roman Reigns uh, Kevin Owens fantastic last man standing match, which doesn't get talked too much about enough but also probably yeah. will not be talked about anymore thanks to brock lesnar's last man standing <laughs> match but um but owens is a guy where you could literally insert him at any point in time he is a utility player just like rollins you put him in everything's okay um you know he could i would love to see owens and lashley for the u.s title i think that yeah. would be just a hell of a match but going back to the the triple h thing with just creative if just vince just took what people had in NXT with Karrion Cross, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, Ciampa's been a nobody on the main roster. And he's got, uh, just this week, had a U.S. title shot with Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's where he should have been all along, in that mid-card tier. But he just doesn't know how to transition people from NXT to the main he, roster. He won't take their good at. He didn't take yes. their good attributes and just literally. If if you came up, if you were fantastic in NXT with what worked, they wouldn't just bring you along. Keith Lee, a good example. Add another wrinkle, do something that made you main rostery. Yeah, uh, that's a new word, guys. Um, by the it, way, also we wouldn't we we wouldn't have had the Harley Race tribute that we had. Oh, that was on, great. On Monday night without with with Vince too. That was fantastic. I, I, don't, I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it, like you guys are saying, I mean, Austin Theory does great work in NXT, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's Theory. And it's yeah. just all these little things, which, side note, if we're talking about repackaging, word around the street is uh, T-Bar is going to be repackaged into what That's he right. was in NXT, yeah. which is going to be huge. Also, if I may, real quick, WWE took that picture of the car getting loaded onto the uh, tow truck last night. Uh, Rikishi just quote tweeted and said, all right, it wasn't me for real this time. <laughs> which is just a fantastic uh, tweet that's awesome. good just a fantastic i did tweet. it for the rock <laughs> for the people for the people so good <laughs> no uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I like the points we're making here because it's just it's it's such a fact that nobody wanted to leave nxt to go to the main roster when vince was around did would yeah. you want to would you want to leave your heightened nxt to go to, to a main roster where you're on monday night raw and smackdown but you're getting buried almost every week and you don't have a, a clear cut because if, if you're uh-huh. getting buried you're just if you're getting buried you're one step closer to getting the axe when the budget yeah. cuts come around mm-hmm. yes. you know if you're not if you're not proven to be valuable you know like if you're if you're the top person at nxt you're not going to be on that budget cut situation yeah because you're the top person on one of the brands so yeah, how scary is that when you go to NXT, you're made something, and then you go up to the main roster and get just dropped down. It's scary. Yeah. But I wanted to fill you in about something that's going on with me and my health and the changes I've seen in just a few weeks. Our next partner that we have has a product I've been using every day. It's giving me better gut health. It's keeping me away from pills. Plus, comes in a powder. I've been able to stir it up and you know, a little vigorously get the clumps out. And it's got this mild, sweet flavor that I can totally handle. 
and I couldn't wait to try it. It came so highly recommended by experts and people in the health and wellness industry. It's called Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things that I need for sure. By the way, it's been super easy to wake up, get my shower, make some coffee for Jen, grab a scoop and some water. And by the time that baby Nate wakes up, guess what? For the day, I've got my nutrition covered no matter what. It's been really good for me. It's been a relief. Like I said before, I'm going to be on a modified keto low-carb diet. I've been doing that. Guess what? This actually fits. It's even gluten-free, vegan-friendly, dairy-free also. It fits any lifestyle. Athletic Greens supports sleep quality and recovery, and I desperately need that. But guess what? Things have actually been better. It supports mental clarity, alertness, and my family definitely appreciates that as well. Plus, a lot of multivitamins don't actually get the chance to be properly absorbed. Uh, they've done studies to show that a lot of products out there are kind of junk. This is high-quality ingredients that are easily and more readily digestible in a powder form that mixes well and tastes great. It's cheaper than buying all the supplements separately. So I'm in. Plus, for every purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations to help get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the United States. I'm really happy to support something like that. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you one free year supply. One, one, one more time. A free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is the Suplex Assassin, and you are listening to Mixtag. And Mixtag just got all of this work. Let's go. This is the National Treasure and the soon-to-be real world's champion, and you're listening to Mixtag. I mean, we not only did we never get Undisputed Era on the main roster, none of them are there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Which says so everything. <laughs> but but now we're in a situation where very, very, very possibly they could return and end up on the main roster. We're already starting to hear some things. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe. Well, we'll keep it on that note for our, our tagging listeners out there. Because we got to move on to this fun little segment that we thought of this week. And I'm sure... No, we didn't think of it. You thought of it. This well, is your brainchild. You take credit. Now, I like the we part. Shut so up and we'll, take we'll, the credit. Okay, yeah. I'll take the credit. This is a Not... Jared Watson original, people. This okay. Is original. Well, I appreciate that, guys. You're welcome. But our tagging listeners can actually follow along and do this with us if they so choose. Please. So, we each picked out five of our favorite attitude era themes we're going from five to one one being the best and we each have an honorable mention uh keith 
I'm going to start with you, buddy, because I'm I'm actually interested at what you put for this list. So knowing that there might be some overlap, and I did not want overlap as much as possible, I did something different. The Attitude Era was the best in the business for a lot of people. But there was also this undercurrent of the entertainment side of sports entertainment. So with that being said, I started choosing some where I loved the entertainment factor of um, the WWE and the Attitude Era. So the very first one, all right, is, I don't remember the name of the title, but it is Too Cool. Lie to me, you know, and they get in the ring, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, hit the step. Come on, Cam. Mm, yeah. Oh, if our listeners could only see what I'm looking at right now. That was fun. Like, that was a good time. Yeah, they it was. On, they get on the screen. They give Rikishi the glasses. They, yes. you know, they, they, you know, they huddle up, right? Um, so much fun. And I'm doing this, by the way, I... You guys are more professional than me because I'm a jerk. I don't. I don't have the, the actual theme song names in. And I'm just gonna be telling you the, the wrestler and the theme. It's yeah, how I'm doing things. Sorry, right? I don't either. You're fine. So was this your honorable mention, or was this your five? That was my honorable mention. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, number five. Number five. Okay. Uh, when this one was uh, was you know out there for the universe. All right. You would hear something that at the time I was like. Well, this is inappropriate, and I love it because I was a young man. Hello, ladies. And you heard the best sultry saxophone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and you just knew, like, this. You had to wipe off the TV screen because it was just so nasty. And dirty. So suave. Val Venus. Yes. That, that, right? Just nasty. And uh, credit to Jim Johnston and the other, um, composers from the WWF um, who just made great theme songs. But yes, the adult film star himself, Choppy Choppy Yo Pee Val So bad. It was. <laughs> How'd they get away with that? I mean, the no answer idea. is barely. Um, yeah. That's so, true. and by the way, I'm just quoting, just quoting what happened. No one, no one at me, no one canceled me. Thank you very much. But that was number five, okay? That was a very enjoyable uh, theme song for me. Number four, in the same vein, okay? Uh, it's time for everybody to get on the oh, train, all right? And then you just see my man come out. He's dancing, right? He's got two of the skankiest-looking skanks you ever skanked on each, on each side of him. And... Uh, <laughs> As Bruce Pritchard said, he'd always say to Conrad Thompson, where did you pick them up? Oh, those are us. You know? Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Uh, that was always a good time, too. You knew it was fun. You knew it was going to be something that was, uh, you know, a situation where it's just, it's just time to have a good time. So that was my number four. Okay. Uh, my number three, okay? My number three here on this one was um, Taz, okay? Mm. Because, I'm waiting for it. Yeah, okay? Mm. That that heartbeat and yep. then the freaking code, right? And he... And, 
dude, you weren't alive for that. But I saw that live. And when he came out and it was time to, to ball Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. that place came in unglued and so did I. Pretty sure I spilled some Mighty Wings from McDonald's. <clears throat> um, <yeah. laughs> um, it was amazing. But that that was a great, great theme song for me. Um, I'm on number two, correct now? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Very good. Thank you for telling me. Um, number two. Uh, and now we're going to maybe have some overlap. But to me. Oh, we already have overlap. Oh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> number two for me. Okay. Uh, there was something about this next one. And you just hear. And the Hardys came out. Yes. Jared, you can't even handle my, my, my hype right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, it, like, that was just, that was the, the theme song of a generation. Okay? It, it was. It really was. Um, we look like idiots in the hallways in school doing that, but dang yes. it, we didn't yeah, do it. Absolutely. But <laughs> Jeff did it, and it was cool. You know yeah. what I mean? So we did it, because we wanted to be Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and my number one on the fun, okay, I have a number one all overall, by the way. Like, and if we if no one gets to it, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But my number one for the fun was, oh, you didn't know. No. Your ass better call somebody. Yeah, buddy, that you do, damn right. You knew that when they got to the ring eventually, yes. right? Eventually. That you were going to get. You know, Billy gonna have the asthma. Uh, just like just like the boy <laughs> Keith, uh, you knew that you were gonna get that speech, right? They they had oh, they had ladies some... and gentlemen, boys, boys and girls, and yes. Yes. That was that was the time of w- audience. W- that was the the was time of audience. It was a renaissance for audience participation. We it all was excited for that. Um, very very hyped for that. So, to me, I chose five and maybe six feel good songs mm-hmm. that, that just gave me a little something something okay yeah well i like your list keith i i, I, I did i didn't expect some of it i will tell you once i get to mind what i thought you were going to put on there i love it that's a fantastic list yeah it is a good <laughs> list okay yeah. moment of truth cam is it me or you going next uh it's definitely it's definitely jared me okay you i'll go next i'll go because here's what i'm doing i'm deleting the ones that keith and i overlapped with okay so if you have a couple more that i overlap with eventually it'll just make my list for me and this will be much easier well fortunately so far for keith i only have one overlap okay so maybe you and i have some overlap and this will make things easier for me can can i find out which ones we overlapped on uh (laughs) val venus (laughs) (laughs) duh Uh, that one in the Hardys, like, come on, yeah, just kind of, yeah. So that Hardys might be up. that might be consensus top five. I'm, I'm gonna say right away, it's gotta be. I didn't put the Hardys in my <gasps> only that's because okay. that's okay. I'm putting it in ruthless aggression era. Uh, oh, there's overlap. I'll give you that. I yeah. mean, it works you, over are like you putting that for Jeff last... Hardy. I'm assuming. Yes, for Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it okay. overlaps like the last four generations. Yeah, and, 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 so and you can kind of put it yeah. wherever you want. So it could it could be for both the Hardys because remember they were tag team in like yeah. 06, 07 too. Yeah, so. yeah, no, 
So it that's works. the reason I kept the Hardys out. But it works from like 99 to like 2025. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My honorable mention is actually the one that overlaps with Keith. And it's, oh, you didn't know? Mm-hmm. I just think that this was the ultimate theme song to get a crowd riled up in the Attitude Era. Because you had something to do. Yes. Whether or not you liked them or they popped big, everybody followed along with their interests. Yeah. It was yep. why Enzo and Cass got over so well. Yes. Regardless if you didn't cheer for him or whatever, when he started talking and you knew the spots to hit, you yep. you yelled with him. You hit him. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It was great. It's like a concert. It's phenomenal. And it was a mix uh, for 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 uh, Road Dog because he would say something new almost every time out there on his way to the ring, strutting to the ring. Yeah, you know, so it it had a little bit of interesting aspect, a little bit of uh, uniqueness to it every time, and I love just the interaction the crowd had with Road Dog. Like it was inseparable with them and the crowd at the time, and that's why I put it in my honorable mention because I mean, you could argue that it's top five, but I think absolutely. By the way, that's a situation too where the tag team belts helped in a sense because it added that wrinkle. For the whole introduction, mm-hmm. yes, because we all loved hitting tag team champions. Of the world. World. Yep, come on, the road. To <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, we could go on. We could, <laughs> we could do the, we could do the whole thing. So, um, so that was my honorable mention, and that was the only overlap I had with Keith. Okay, I, I like five. Yeah, I don't know if y'all were thinking about this one, but my number five is Edge and Christian. It's a gray one. On that was on, was on my list for sure. Yeah, yeah. You think you know me? Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. just the the beat of it, the the way they came through the crowd with it. It sounded so. What's the word? The woman on the song sounded so robotic and mysterious. Yeah. Like, sure. Like you think you know me? You never knew me. You're lost. You're scared. Kind of thing. Yeah. It was cool. If you actually listen to it, it's actually a really interesting song. Sure. So that was my number five. By the way. Andrew Christian, Hardys, and Dudleys just took okay. everything to another level. We could talk about them forever. Yeah, we They deserve their four. own Hall of Fame, those three. Yes, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. My number four is Mr. McMahon. No chance in hell. It's got to, it, it has to be on, it has to be in the discussion. It just yeah. has to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I hadn't done mine very specifically to avoid <laughs> overlap, oh my God, yeah. yeah. The fact that they used it for the evil Mr. McMahon character. They used it with the corporation when they were around. It just, it made the Vince character all come together. It, and it seemed like for anybody who was going against Vince and what he had played, or Mr. McMahon and what he had on the programming, there was no chance in hell that you would make it out of it, you know? Yeah, if you if you were going to make a list, and it has to be finite, right? Not everybody is allowed in. But if you had to make a list of the most perfect couple of wrestler and entrance song Vince is on that list or, or personality. Like not everybody can get it on the list, but he's in, he's in that uh, of fame, whatever you want to call it. Yes. It was perfect. Correct. And, and I'm kind of halfway through the list now, but I want to just let everybody know, I made this list based on crowd interaction and the bump they would get with the music. So I took that strongly into account. My God, when when you heard when you heard you know when you heard that opening for for Vince, oh, the booze that the would heat. rain oh. down. Mm. 
And even even in 2022, we're still chanting, chanting, no chance. Yeah. You know, like it's still. And, and it's very odd, regardless of what's happening right now. Yeah. When he is, when that song comes on, if he's popular, popular at the moment, he gets wildly cheered. Mm-hmm. And when that song comes on, he gets wildly booed if he's unpopular in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. That's my number four. I could have put it higher, but my number three is the one I actually thought Keith was going to put on his list somewhere. And it's The Rock. Know your role. I just think the, if you smell, like at the beginning, it's just. Okay. So I was going to put that on my list, but I don't think after the initial line of The Rock, I don't think the song itself is actually good. Okay. But that is perfect for, again, I mean, it's his voice. So like, whatever, he doesn't count on that list, but that is all time but yeah. the song itself afterwards is actually not very good it doesn't fit it doesn't fit it's, him that's it's funny you mentioned that that's exactly why i left it off my list because it's not him yeah it's not who he is uh it, you know it was i you know it almost it, it almost like has a no chance in hell sound to it you know like it's like that that that, think, cad- that cadence yeah it's not Oh, I think somebody said he says the rock says like 19 times in the song. He might. Yeah, and that kind of gets old too. Yeah. Yeah. I but did it for the electrifying aspect. Sure. Oh, of course. Like yes. when that hits, everybody's yelling it. Of course. Yes. 100%. Exactly. 100%. That's my number three. I could, now I'm looking back, I could put that at four, no chance at three, kind of in interchange. You could put no chance at one, honestly. You like, could. Yes. It's just one of those things. But like if, there's one, my number one is number one. And I'll tell you one. We might all have three different number ones, oh, okay. which is going to be really great. So don't screw me on this. Joke. Sure. <laughs> number two is, I can't believe, I hopefully Cam had it, but I can't believe Keith didn't have it either. DX, are you ready? I mean, DX was the movement besides NWO and WCW. DX was the movement. Like when are you ready? It hit every time. The yeah. bass in it and the so drums. It so is. And the crowd knows it and they're behind it. It's way, iconic. Side note, I loved that one. I absolutely hated Triple H's theme song and I hated X Pac theme song. Yes. By themselves. They were like remixes that, of it. That that yeah. weird like sonic sound for Triple H was very yeah. Jeff Jarrett to me. You know, well, no wonder yeah. you hated it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I hated both those, but yes. Yes. That DX, man, you hear that, you know. Yeah. It's classic. Tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. And number one, we've made it to my top Attitude Era. Don't you do song. this to me. I think I know exactly what it's got to be. Don't you do this to me. Let the glass break, people. Excellent. It's Thank you. Stone okay. Cold Steve Austin. I won't do what you tell me. It's yeah. just, it's the most iconic wrestling theme song in history, by the way. Yeah. Because no, there was no greater pop than when the glass broke God. and Stone Cold comes stomping out, about to kick somebody's ass. There's nothing better than it. And that song fit like that. that you know, yes. It was him to a T. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100%. Edgy, perfect, in your face. And by the way, I actually, I'm talking about the original. This is the original of Mother the second one he did, I think it was at WrestleMania in 2001, was it one or two, when he faced The Rock for the last time, or was it the last time? Mm. Or the, the second time they faced The Rock. And he teamed up with Vince in the end. Oh, yeah. Yes. That remix yeah. is actually pretty dope, too. 
Yeah. But uh, no, I'm talking about the original glass shattering. Yeah, you can't get any better. And you and you know what's coming. Like you know yeah. he's coming down pissed off and he's gonna yes. stun dudes and drink some Steve Weisers and give you a well, Give me a hell yeah. 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 But and that's my so list good. because the cowboy said so. Jared, that was excellent. That's now fantastic. I headed to Cam, who just now formed his list. Yeah, it was great. You guys helped me out. So um I had so we had some overlap, but I want to keep uh, you know it, it makes no sense if all three of us have the same list of five. That's boring. Uh, so honorable mention, I'm going to I'm going to give this honorable mention retroactively because now I see the funniness in it, and it is William Regal's "He's a Man" purely because it's like a Gilbert and Sullivan thing that just makes me laugh <laughs> so hard like hearing that dude walk out to like essentially what is a Gilbert and Sullivan song just god when I was going back listening to it I was like man he did do that he deserves to be on this list <laughs> Regal's just an all around perfect wrestler Oh, he was, like, he was awesome. He could do anything. Yeah. And his, like, the other theme that he had, which was more dark and, like, whatever, was uh, way yeah. better. But this one yeah. was way funnier. So, yes. This one goes on the list, not the other one. Perfect. Uh, number five. I have two people that are tied. I don't really care what you say. It's my list. Uh, but number five, I have uh, the APA. Oh, that is a good one. When they're running, the the Titantron hits, and it's those two like running towards the front of the screen yep. with that song. I think it was awesome. I think because you knew they were coming down to the ring to whip somebody's ass. Yeah. And I think just that like heightened like they're in it for the brawl kind of thing. Very Stone Cold esque, but obviously yeah. not to that level. But the same kind of feeling. I love that. Like pick. A, a bar fight is going to happen. That's a really good pick. Thank you. Number four, I have a tie with Lita and Trish. Ooh, interesting. And it was because like Trish's little love, baby. You show that love. Trish's like little laugh thing at the beginning. You're just like, you know who it is. You know exactly who it is when that laugh hits. Yep. And then Lita was dope for a multitude of reasons as you're a teenager watching Lita walk out of the ring. But this her song was dope too and she very much had like that jeff hardy entrance to the ring yeah. which i thought was really cool too so that was a and by uh, the way lita was a hoe for uh the godfather she was there were a she lot was. of them that were but yeah. she definitely but was she was unbelievable she was i think she's my favorite female wrestler of all time i'm not mad at that at all it's either her or Tr- i mean it's either her or trish i mean yeah yeah we were uh had a really good conversation with some guys about the the women's side of a top 10 all-time list it was really interesting yeah um so they're they're collectively four because again they like were the women's division and also had dope entrances at the same time so you knew who they were it's very it was very unique you knew where you're getting into number three i can't believe this one hasn't been said yet but it hasn't i don't believe uh chris jericho the, the break That's the another countdown. one where I'm iffy about where to put it. And what well, era. It, it started there, so yeah. that's why I went with it there. Like where it originated is where oh, I put it. The Y2J thing countdown. The countdown. Oh yeah. my god, it was, it was perfect. It was awesome. Okay. So that's my number three. My number two. Uh, I can use this because when he came over, they gave him the 
uh, entrance, which is where I thought Keith was going to go with his question the other day, but he didn't end up going there. So I'm happy I got it. And that is Booker T. Oh. Can you dig it? Dig Hold it, on a second. Go, please. Was Booker T Attitude Era or Rufus? Attitude Era was like early 90s to middle of 2000s is what it says online. Okay. So, so he we, qualifies. So, so purchasing WCW and then coming in. Yeah. 2001 is Attitude Era. Well, then good They said like 2005. Oh, no. Ruthless Aggression is like 02 to 06. Just telling seven. you what the what the internet says. But he was there in 01. Did you choose Wikipedia, Cam? No, I didn't choose Wikipedia. I chose a multitude of sites and then took the one that best fit my list, which was sounds, Wikipedia. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a true internet sleuth. Thank you very much. Uh, Dang, that's such a good theme song. Um, another one I'm going to give. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to give another honorable mention just because I feel like we need to before I get to my number one. The Nation of Domination theme was just fun, right? It was just like... That was awesome. Like those guys are walking in the ring. I'm terrified because they look scary, but also like we are the nation is kind of a dope like beat yeah. to it. It yep. fit their, their. It really did. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And number one, how was this not on any of y'all's lists is oh, beyond boy. me because I think this might be the best entrance of the Attitude Era, and it was the Brood. Oh, That's a good. That is good a good choice. Pick. Yeah, at the very beginning with the yeah, 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 and then they come up through this yeah, Dude, yeah like the fire oh, yeah. Brood was Brood's entrance terrified so me. good. It so just good. brought it back too a couple months ago. He yeah. did. Uh, yeah, my number one is Brood. I think it might be the best entrance in that era. It's got to be up there for me. That's, That's good. Thank you. So the one I I should tell you that I was hoping that somebody would say. But I think it maybe doesn't need to be said, but I'll say it because it's universal. Any era mm-hmm. be the Undertaker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, I can make an argue that dead man walking was the best. That was a good one. I, I certainly will not put Limp Bizkit song in there because no, <laughs> no. Um, I was heavily considering the ministries oh, Undertaker okay. entrance, mm-hmm. but I left Taker off. Because if this becomes a thing, Taker a hundred percent ends up on another one of my lists. Yeah. Sure, okay. That will I think be when sure we do shortly, ruthless aggression, it's going to be more packed than this one. I th- I think. Yeah, we might have to go to ten <laughs> or like seven. <laughs> we might have to go to like seven, seven with an we'll honorable mention is eight or so something lucky like that. Seven. Yeah, because yeah, I've got a lot. Like my <laughs> list for ruthless aggression will be longer than my list for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm going to go ahead and say that I, overall, as a fan. I enjoyed Ruthless Aggression more than the Attitude Era in a lot of ways. I did too. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I came in like right at the very end of, of Ruthless Aggression. Like a year before PG. Be, you know to, who none of us put in here? Who's that? Flair. Flair? Yeah. I, I I didn't consider him Attitude Era. You didn't? Do you think he's Ruthless Aggression? I'm putting him Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's fair. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna have to find out. I don't know if it's gonna be all of us, or, or a poll, or somebody neutral. We gotta figure out what years or what. Uh, we just somebody's gotta write down everything that we said, and then they can rank who did best. Sure. Whose list was the best? If anybody's sure. willing to do that, kudos yeah. to you. And can I have <laughs> your free time? Yeah. yeah. Well, Cam and I were cl- we both had somewhat of a factor of Edge and Christian in there. 
technically. No. Brood. Brood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Fair. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I think our lists were pretty good and they were unique in their own way. Yeah. I like the fact that uh, we didn't really overlap a whole lot. We all looked at it from different points of view. That's why I do. He's going to have an amazing time uh, in post. I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna have an absolute blast. You kidding me? Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm I'm really excited. The ruthless aggression one might be an hour and a half long. I'm not oh, really sure. <laughs> that might be the whole episode. It really might be. No, it, let's just go ahead and say that will be the whole. Episode. I hope yeah. something big doesn't happen. <laughs> so get your hopes up, tag gang. Ruthless aggression theme episode coming out in a very short amount of time. But at some point, <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of Mix Sag. If you like our lists, or if you hate our lists, even let us know. By emailing yeah. us at mixedtagshow at gmail.com. Because, you know, we want to hear your opinions. Was Cam's list absolutely trash? Was mine the best of all of them? Keith kind of mid, you know? Let us know. Dang, he called you us. mid. <laughs> I, I did you a favor. <laughs> you did. You he called did. you mid. And anyway, sus. That's okay. My, I, I still think mine was the best. I mean, you got to have Stone Cold number one. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, so Stone Cold was absolutely on my list, which I'm glad you put him number one because that means I got to cross him off and that made yeah. my list of five. So it happened exactly cool. how I wanted it to. That was Jared, perfect. Your list yeah. was fantastic, Jared. But uh, as far as hosts go, you are the Mexican pizza of podcasts. Oh, uh, there we go. We got to bring up the Mexican pizza again. You know, I'm, I'm just overhyped, I guess. But uh, anyway, tagging again. Email us with any of your concerns, your opinions on our list. Mixagshow at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter because you know Keith's going to be running his mouth on the Twitter. You already know that. And Cam, what's your Twitter handle again? We do it after every episode. At CM says stuff. And that he does. And that he does. I try to. Tagging, we appreciate you listening this week. Thank you to the Floridian villain, Cam Manning, for being back on here this week. And my guy, my co-host from another mother, Mr. Keith White, the three-time Indian Leg Wrestling champion of wrestling encyclopedia himself. I'm the Cowboy Jared Watson, and we are...